from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tossed Popcorn Mini Pops, where two idiots who don't know anything about movies talk to a special guest about how they feel about movies. I'm Liana Holston. And I'm Sienna Jekyll. And today we're joined by Karen Chi. Writer and comedian extraordinaire. Karen, hi. Now's your time to <laughs> <Yes>. say hi. <laughs> no, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Karen, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I did, by the way, request to be introduced as one of Liana Holston's closest friends. So I just <laughs> oh, want the true. listener that's to true. know this going yeah. in. <laughs> sorry, that information wasn't passed on to me. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. I was like literally folding my pants and putting them away <laughs> as we were setting up for this. Very professional. I like that idea of that being sort of like your third credit on IMDb. Yes. Like yeah, yeah. writer, late night, That's, writer, all these extraordinary projects. Close friend true. of. It's also my Tinder bio. <laughs> okay, huge. That is, oh, I love that idea. Men are going to be like, who? <laughs> They'll what? be like, good for Why? you. Good for you. How did you guys meet again? We met at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yes. Oh, yeah, how yeah. Did, what was our, do you know what our first interaction was? I have no memories, famously. Uh, that is such a good, well, we lived in the same room, right? There were like five yes. girls in this one giant room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And I was on a mattress on the ground. <laughs> and then for privacy, I hung up a towel. <laughs> <laughs> 
smart. It was a real dream situation. (laughs) And it was really funny because I remember that as one of like the best months of my life. And Leon remembers that as a truly miserable time. (laughs) And I think pretty early on, we realized we were going to be really good friends, despite the fact that we just see everything in the complete opposite light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it keeps happening. Carol will be like, oh my God, I really love this person. And I'm like, oh, that's so <laughs> Oh, yeah. We are so different. <laughs> we did an acting program together a couple years after The Fringe. And there were maybe like eight <clears throat> teachers all together. We had, we came out truly with the exact opposite teachers being our favorites. Like I was like, I like yeah. these three. And Leona was like, I hate them. And I love these three. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. yeah. That's a really, yeah. um, strong friendship foundation yeah. is disagreeing on everything from the start, you know, and being yeah. honest very about amicably. It. Karen, I was wondering, what is your relationship with movies in general? You hear movies. What does it mean to you? Listen, I'm pro movies <laughs> as a concept. I'm okay. Really headlines and breaking news. <laughs> Karen is pro okay. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> I would say I wouldn't protest them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I, so I like movies. The My main issue is that I just end up always re-watching movies. And so watching mm. new ones feels like so much potential energy needs to have like been stored up for that to happen. Um, last year, I did a different podcast f- for my friend okay. where he was like, I know, sorry, I'm cheating. <laughs> okay, um, wow. <laughs> Wait, before it's even existed, and yet still, it hurts. <laughs> I did a different podcast called Trying where it's like you just have to talk about something you really want to try to do. And I was like, I'm just going to try to watch new movies because I always watch the same ones over and over again because I think I think of movies as more of like a safe place to return to. Um, Mm. And so when I know the way something ends, that's very comforting to me. When I know the characters, it's very comforting to me. And I I sort of don't want to be stressed by a movie ever. Like I just want to be comforted. yeah, so I always yeah, that's understandable. A lot of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you find that a lot of them then are nostalgic movies for that yes. reason? Like ones that you saw as a kid? Oh my God, 100%. 100%. They're, that's such a great uh, observation. It's like the sound of music and like you've got mail uh, and like the parent trap. The parent trap, yes. I did rewatch that again <laughs> a couple days ago. <laughs> um, yeah, and then like even newer ones, I think feel like they could be nostalgic movies. So like Paddington 2 is a newer one. Oh, oh uh, yeah. But it feels like a childhood movie, you know, even though I was mm-hmm. fully grown at the time. <laughs> yeah, it's very That's comforting. Really true. It is successful in that way, in mm-hmm. making even grown adults go, oh, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember this feeling. And you're like, this is the first time I'm watching it. Yeah. <laughs> that movie really wrecked me. I watched both Paddingtons in a row. Yeah. And I think I also was a little bit high while I was watching them. <laughs> this was when I was living in my parents' house alone during the pandemic oh, okay. due to a series of chaotic events. <laughs> and so I watched both of them back to back in the basement of this house that nobody else was in. And then I just went up and sat next to, I had a giant teddy bear of my own that said, I love you oh. on it. And I just sat next to that for a long time. Yeah. And pondered. Yeah. It's a lot a of hours. Yeah. Really beautiful. It's, they're both really beautiful. Paddington 1 is also extremely good. Yeah. Paddington 2 does one of my favorite things, which is that it ends with a musical number. Yes. And I, <laughs> that scratches some itch in my brain that I love so much. Like, I don't really care about the film Ella Enchanted overall, but the fact I mean, that it ends with them singing, Don't Go Break in My Heart, 
What? I Come forgot on. about that. Yes. Okay. There's also one. It's one the only thing I remember. It's like a Queen song, right? She sings um, "Somebody to Love" as well. Yes. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ellen Enchanted yeah. is a movie musical. <laughs> it really is. Oh wow! Good for her. Liana, how do you feel when there's like an after credits sing singing or song? Then I feel incredibly positive. There was very recently current pop culture reference. Thank you. In the hit Disney Plus show Hawkeye the Marvel Cinematic Universe TV show starring Jeremy uh, Renner, who I once saw in a Ralph's, thank you, and Haley Steinfeld of Pitch Perfect 3. <laughs> Thanks for um, listing all the ends, credits. Ends with a musical number. <laughs> You're so welcome. Yeah. It's actually helpful for me. I don't know these people. It ends with a musical number that's like a parody Captain America musical, and the guy who played Roger in Rent, the original Broadway cast, is like in it, and I, watching it, felt like I was just losing my mind because it was ticking so many of my boxes in one go that makes sense have you okay do you remember at the end of frozen when um they do like demi lovato does a cover of let it go do you remember this and i remember sitting in the theater i didn't realize it was demi lovato and i was just like oh this person's doing such a good job like good for them in the actual credits yeah 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 that happened to me karen that happened to me at frozen singer At Frozen 2, in the end credits, Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco does oh. a cover of Into the Unknown that slaps. And oh, I was like, I this person is doing such a good job. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> really crushing. I was like, this rules. Good for them. <laughs> no, I love that. Sienna, any thoughts to music very <laughs> on the like musical that. moments at the end of the film? <laughs> oh, um... Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the first thing I thought about was, sh- like, the Shrek movies. I feel like they usually sure. have sort of, like, a song and dance after the credits end. I don't know if they'd earned it for you for most of the time. That's why I was curious. I think they also start off the movie that way. I actually cannot remember a single thing about Shrek. Okay, listen, Shrek is one of the ones no, I right. rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel you on the comfort watches, though, with the, the childhood comfort watches, because when we've been doing this podcast and talking about the movies that we actually do enjoy, I found that a lot of the ones that I like, and part of it's nostalgia, I'm sure, though... <laughs> I usually like to think of it like it's more objective and movies just used to be better when I was a child. <laughs> but I think that I do think that movies made for children and this is true for Paddington too, I guess, mm. but movies made for children end up being the ones that I enjoy the most because they'll focus on things like the singing or the colors or the things that are the most comforting and good feeling to yeah. uh, spend time with is what they'll, you know, and the comedy is, it's so clear and straightforward. It's so clear. It's so straightforward. There's also a thing where, like, (laughs) I think because I don't want, I life is already very stressful and sad, you know, for like everybody. And so when a movie's like trying to do that to me, I'm like, stop! Like, what are you? Stop this! (laughs) Thank Um, you. Yeah. And so I think there's a moment where, if it's an adult movie that's doing that, I am emotionally detached as much as possible. I'm like, I don't want to go through this. And then if it's a kids' movie, I know it's going to end up in a good positive place so I let myself Mm. be moved to a more melancholy state because I know (gasps) I'm going to be lifted back up so I find myself Mm. like more moved by children's films than adult films because I don't allow myself to be touched by that (laughs) that's extremely beautiful that is an amazing point (laughs) Karen I think I do that as well oh yeah I mean that's why we I think we don't understand when we will leave these movies on on the list Liana and I we mm. will often be like, I can't tell you a thing that happened. And I think it's that detachment from a lot of it. Yeah. But yeah. you're right about them having a happy ending. Because the, the sad endings, I can't, I can't deal with that. 
uh, I yeah. just I get so mad if it's not based a on a true story. I get really mad at the writers because I'm like, you could have done anything and you yeah. chose to make us all sad. Why yeah. would you do this? <laughs> what yeah. made you feel like that's what we needed? I felt that way very much about, do you know the movie musical Once? I, I have heard of it because you have mentioned it, but oh I have not seen me it. Me as well. <laughs> oh my God. Have I really? I have I did not realize that I have. Oh yeah. This is like that Spawn often. Con from Liana. You're like getting paid. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I, this reminds me very much of a, one time a friend and I were on a ski trip with our freshman dorm and we met a very hot man on a ski lift whose name is Blake. And I texted her once, remember that, that guy Blake from the ski lift? And then a year or so later, I texted her again. And the last time we had texted was apparently that previous time. And I again sent her, do you remember that hot guy Blake from the ski lift? And it was the two messages <laughs> in That's a row. Amazing. We're both that, but one year apart. So I guess <laughs> did things just really stick with me. Anyway, <laughs> once, well, hmm, I'm wondering if I should spoil this for you or not. It's very, very beautiful, but there is a sadness to it that makes me irate. I, yeah. I sat with my parents at the Denver Center for the Performing Arts, and at the end of it, <laughs> they had seen the film. I had not before seeing the show, mm-hmm. and I was so mad at them. I was like, why didn't you tell me that this yeah. was going to be sad? Why yeah. wouldn't you bolster me with that information? Okay, wait. Oh, my God. What is... The name of, there's a musical. This is when I briefly lived with Liana for one summer. Oh my gosh, what is the name of this oh, musical that I saw? Say any with more Liana? details and um, I, I can help you. <laughs> Maybe it's I, Hamilton, Karen. It might be Hamilton. Stop. I saw Fiddler on the Roof. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I could remember Roof and then I kept thinking One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which I know is not the right story but I that's the only thing I had in mind and I didn't want to tell you that because then you would absolutely think it was a different musical um yeah. Karen I saw Fiddler on the Roof without knowing anything about it and every musical I'd seen before that was really happy because mostly I just saw Mary Poppins and the Sound of Music on repeat and I went in and I oh was my God. so mad it's so sure. sad <laughs> What? <laughs> that is such a hot take to have about Fiddler on the Roof. I was so mad. <laughs> I was furious. It oh made me God. so upset. I was like having so much fun being like, oh, I'm excited to see how they tie this all up into a happy ending. <laughs> and then it just was over. Karen's sitting in the audience while they're singing Anna Tevka. And she's like, man, things are getting pretty sticky. I wonder yeah, how they're going to really turn this around. <laughs> Where yeah, are the I, penguins? Where are the penguins in this one? <laughs> yeah. I was told there'd be a tap routine. I'm, I'm wondering when that's going to happen. I'm looking for the, the bottle under dance. The must have been number. fun, though. Oh, yeah. I also, Did you enjoy like, the bottle dance at least? I think I enjoyed all of it until it was over, and then mm. I was like, I okay. am not happy about any of this. And I remember <laughs> I, they got like a standing ovation. And I was like, Did everybody know what was going to happen? Like, why are you yes. all so happy? <laughs> wait, wait. Almost certainly so, they did. <laughs> They got a standing ovation and you were like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> I will not be standing and clapping for this. I mean, I did, but I was like, it was a really like sarcastic slow clap. Like I oh, was boy. standing up sarcastically like, uh-huh. doing a slow clap. Yeah. Like, okay. Rolling your eyes final... a lot. <laughs> yeah. So everyone knew. And like rolling yeah, yeah, yeah. really, yeah. really performatively. slow clapping Fiddler on the Roof on Broadway yeah. is such a funny image. <laughs> Yeah, I also got to go backstage. Anyway, what? Was <laughs> what? <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to like say hi to the people in the pit, like who were playing live. It's, it was like the orchestra. Was, you could the orchestra. 
But I saw them before the show. So thankfully, you know, I, I, I saw everybody and oh, then I yeah. was like, man, I'm so excited. I hope you guys all like break a leg. I'm so oh, excited. Okay. And then I watched it and I was so angry. And thank goodness I didn't, you know, meet them afterwards. I would have been like, yeah. what is this? Why didn't yeah, you tell what me? what the F? Yeah. They would have been like, excuse me? <laughs> so betrayed. Oh, yeah. I love that emotion, that oh, emotional response so, so much. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. <laughs> People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into exactly. what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Well, Karen, that is a gorgeous, gorgeous situation that you were in, um, in terms of a live production. Mm. We would love to ask you, what is a movie about which you just didn't get the hype? Okay. Yes. Okay. Incredible question, because I have a movie that I 
love so much, but I still remember the entire time I was watching it, I was sort of just like, is everybody else able to see this? Or is this like an illusion just for me? Um, because I was truly loving it, but I could not imagine anybody else loving it to the degree that I did, uh, which is National Treasure 2, which I, I haven't rewatched it in a little while because I'm nervous that it won't hold up. And in my mind, <laughs> it is a perfect film <laughs> that all of my friends hate. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is such a good answer. It's I'm so excited because I as soon as 2 came out, I was immediately like, okay, I'm ready for National Treasure 3. I cannot wait for yes. what it is. They left mm-hmm. such a good like cliffhanger for it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I remember it was supposed to come out, I think, initially in like 2013. And then every couple years, they'll be like, it's in development. <laughs> and now it's like 2022. Um, and nothing is happening. So, you know, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. I don't know. Did I ever tell you? Probably. And I just forgot uh, that I had all of National Treasure memorized in the third grade. In third grade? Thank you. You have to watch this movie? Thank it's you. kind of scary. Thank you so much. The second one I think would it. be too young, but this is National Treasure 1. I National mean, all Treasure of it was 1832 on a night much <laughs> oh, like this. God. James Madison was the last surviving signer of the Declaration of Independence, and he wow. knew he was dying. Um, that film I loved. Please say more about National Treasure 2 specifically, because I, I think I'm with your friends in terms of not feeling so enamored by it. Okay. I also I, have to I have to ask a clarifying question of to somebody course. who doesn't know as much as you guys. Thank you. About this. <laughs> I did see oh, one generally? of the national treasures. Yeah. I don't one know as much. I don't know much. Mm-hmm. Um uh okay, so when you say you didn't get the hype, did you think that the world reacted in a way where a lot of people did like it at the time when it came out or they didn't like it? I get that you're saying that you feel like it was uniquely made for you, so the fact that anybody would have a reaction to it yeah, strongly yeah, yeah. is strange. I think how I did was, people react to it at the time? Do you think? I think I think children must have liked it. I well, I was shocked that that, that a second one was <laughs> or what made, you know, yeah. um, and then uh-huh. I was shocked that they were then going to make a third one. And then I, I mean, I was like personally grateful and ready to write a thank you card. But I right. was like, really, like that's wild. This mm. is cool. Okay, thanks. Okay, I see. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was yeah. sort of the serialization hype that was. Yes. Also, perplexing. because I. I think for a, for a while they were there was like rumors of them going to make a ride at Disney for it and stuff. It was <gasps> all the stuff where I was like, okay, so it's not just me. <laughs> like this is a thing yeah. people really like. So that was yeah. very exciting. Yeah. What was it about the second one? Like, what were highlights from it for you? Okay, I think the second one is like better than the first one. This is a sequel that I think is much better. It's National Treasure Two and like Paddington Two. I think are sequels that are. <laughs> Better than the first movie. Um, sure. And let us I, say it is National Treasure 2 colon Book of Secrets. Yes. His line in the second one famously is, I'm going to kidnap the president of the United States. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Uh, they also do the egregious thing of like, do you have a plan? And he goes like, I'm working on it. And it's like, that's like the one <laughs> line that's in like every other movie, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, the second one I thought was a lot funnier. I thought they were the characters also got goofier, and then Helen Mirren is in the second one. Um, oh, that's true. And they go to the White House, which is also really fun. I also really liked that the main, the protagonist Nicolas Cage and Diane Kruger, Kruger, I don't know, um, 
had a falling out or getting back together. So there was like a kind of like fun love story where you already knew all the characters. And that was very fun for me. And it is fine to base a, an analysis of a, a piece of art strictly on vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or yes, on yes, yes. having been mistaken coming into <laughs> the... Yeah, yeah based yeah. on my own ignorance. I will say, you know, like... Karen Chi did not give a standing out of Fiddler on the Roof. Definitely gave one to <laughs> National Treasure too. Wow. So that's kind of like where my tastes are. <laughs> and I love that. And that <laughs> oh is so God. powerful. Okay, so also you guys, so what I've understood from what you've said about this film that that Nicolas Cage is gonna kidnap the president and then uh-huh. he reunites with his ex-girlfriend uh-huh. and they go underwater. That's like pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's those are the three beats of the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So wait, what were they looking for? What is like the lost city of Atlantis kind of? But yeah. Not, like a gold city. It's a little bit like a bunch of white people looking for a city that was I think oh, an indigenous city yeah. in the city of gold. Wow. You know what? I saw this movie I saw this movie in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I, you know what? I remember the city of gold. I can actually That's see it very clearly in my head. Yeah. Do you remember? I yep. also think this is the National Treasure One and Two are really what like cemented my like crushes since then till now, which is the Justin yes. Bartha character of like nice nerdy dude who is like a, just a, a beta trying his best. <laughs> oh my god! Karen and um, I have talked often about how. We very much don't have the same type. And Karen, yeah. when I first saw National Treasure, I had a crush on Nicolas Cage. The no, very no, no. haunted man. No. Oh my God, I'm so... Leona, that's like illegal. That's not Thank allowed. you. <laughs> what? You had a crush on Nicolas Cage? I'm okay, so sorry. Okay, your favorite person in Ted Lasso was Coach Beard. I <laughs> you love are not Coach Beard. <laughs> Okay, Coach Beard as a character, huge crush. I, I do think he is very cute and attractive. As okay, Anyway, so back to National <laughs> <laughs> Treasure 2. Sure. I, okay, Justin Bartha is the obvious romantic interest no, yes. for viewers. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, I can't believe you were in third grade having a crush on Nicolas Cage. A lot of my past explains my present very well. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is a new love. This is so entertaining for me. I, I'm remembering I, why people like podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I also remember being very, very excited for National Treasure 3, and I still am holding mm. out hope that they make it, because that cliffhanger about that page in the president's book Yeah, 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 was page good. 47, yeah. 47! Um, <sighs> after I became like an actual writer writer i emailed my reps being like hey is there any chance i could like submit ideas for national Tri- like is this something we could try <laughs> to write and she was like i think disney owns <laughs> the copyright and they have the same writers just writing the third one again and i was like good to know but i'm glad i tried oh, <laughs> oh i love that a question for the group if they did make a national treasure ride mm. what would you want on it like mm. what are features that you want to make sure are on that ride that is such a fun question. Okay. I mean, I think the obvious thing that they would do is the water, like a water ride based on the end of the second mm-hmm. movie. The ride that I would really want is the car chase in the first movie. Um, oh. You know, when they're like being chased by 
the evil bad guy named like Bean or whatever. Ian, played by Sean Bean. <laughs> Sean yes. Bean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna call him Mr. Bean because I could only remember his last name. Very different film. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Bean was the villain of National Treasure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, obviously that's now what I want National Treasure three to yeah. be. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. If you write it and you just leave it somewhere near the Disney studios, I mean, they'll have, they have to, right? They have Legally, to. Yeah. They have to. It's like Mr. Bean trying to recolonize America for England. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, I think I would want the car chase from the first movie, and then you would end up at the dad's house. But I guess it's just yeah. a car ride, like bumper cars. That'd be fun. Yeah. I think it'd be fun if they did the, you know how it starts in snowmobiles at the beginning of the mm. first movie? Yes. It's like oh. he looks down as a kid and then he looks up as grown Nicolas Cage in a very poofy jacket yes. on a snowmobile and they're heading towards the Charlotte, the ship. I think it'd be fun to do like a snowmobile vehicle ride because it would be a bit different from like the classic car in water energy mm. that a lot of those rides have. And you could play with temperature in the space yeah and um i mm. saw fake snow at disneyland once and i cried <laughs> so because i think there's a lot of emotional potential behind fake snow and chilling the air yes 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 yes. and that's our first intro to riley too where he's like don't go by me i broke a shoelace this morning yes okay i, told you I had the whole movie memorized <laughs> he's so adorable he's so adorable i know yeah there was a um the first movie i saw up until you know when they get into the charlotte and then there's like a skeleton um yes and i was in fourth grade at my friend barbara's birthday party and it was a sleepover barbara yeah my friend barbara she was also a child (laughs) (laughs) it sounds Um, if you say so yeah and i remember she school nurse or we were watching the movie but as soon as the skeleton appeared i got so scared because i get scared really easily um and I was extra scared because I was nine, ten, I don't know. And then I remember crawling into my sleeping bag and then I heard the rest of the movie, but I didn't watch it because I was so scared another another skeleton was going to pop out. So I guess oh I watched the first movie as a podcast. Podcast, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I was also, I felt really vindicated afterwards because I heard that there was another skeleton that appears when you get to like Trinity Church. Um, and they're trying <gasps> yeah, to get the right thing. into the yeah back area. So I was like... Yeah, oh, good for you. You really did the right thing. I did. Thank you. Thank you. Also, I remember watching that movie and thinking uh, Diane Kruger was like just the most beautiful person I had ever seen. And I was so mad because mm-hmm. I was like, you have an extremely beautiful woman. You have an extremely mm-hmm. beautiful man. And they don't end up together. She ends up with a... Just like, a I was like, why does... She and Riley should get together. They're both so <laughs> cute and beautiful. Yeah. That is... Yeah. No, you are um, right. Actually, <laughs> speaking of people getting together... We actually have another little quick segment to ask you about. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. And that is, this is our game, FMK, mm-hmm. which is... Very scholarly cinematic work. Yes. Yes. So, Bang, Mary Kill, Citizen Kane, The Godfather, or Casablanca? Oh, my God. Okay. You're asking me this question? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are. So, so these are the top three uh, movies on the AFI list. Oh, okay. The okay. top three classic movies. Okay. Mm-hmm. So have you seen any of these films? Okay, so I've seen Casablanca. I've seen The Godfather. <laughs> okay, a fun story about The Godfather is that I hadn't seen it until I had to for this class in college. Yes. Um, 
Uh, and I had seen Zootopia first. And so I watched <laughs> Zootopia, thought it was a phenomenal movie. And in the movie, in Zootopia, there's a scene where this mouse, I think, is like, you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. And I watched it being like, this is so fun. I love this. And then when I watched it in class, <laughs> we were like having a, a for, for people who wanted to watch the movie as a group, it was me and like four other people and the TA. Uh, and then in The Godfather, they started doing that. And I was truly like, oh my God, this is from Zootopia. What are the odds? And my TA, I remember I like could audibly, I could still hear his like face palm. Like it was such an audible oh. smack. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was my, I don't really remember anything else about the Godfather. So I guess what, Zootopia made a really big impression on me. It's perfect. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. So based on that, I would definitely marry the Godfather because I loved Zootopia. And then it's I as would. as close as you can get to your true love. Right. <laughs> I would probably bang Casablanca because they bang in that movie, right? It's implied. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. um, I would kill Citizen Kane because I, I haven't seen it. And that's, that's fine. Good. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a perfect ranking. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I cannot imagine watching The Godfather after watching Zootopia. It's like, The Godfather is like Zootopia, but less fun and without music. Let's be real. That's like, <laughs> the deal. And just the and one all the horse. animals. Yeah. Yeah, look done. like me yeah 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 we don't <laughs> want that i know if it was in college it was in college i mean there's just no time i mean you knew the time that both these movies came out <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> enough to be clear on the fact that you know it didn't come from zootopia but i also i understand yeah. but did you say that in class did you say that to your ta yeah i said that in well, class well, this was uh i really just said it without <laughs> thinking karen if you were to make your own 100 greatest movies list, yes, <gasps> this is like, to you, these films are perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is a film that would go on that list? Okay, The Sound of Music would absolutely go on that list. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet it's on the real one. Isn't it on the real one? It is. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one, I it's, would say... It's somewhere in the 70s, I think. What? It should be in the one. I know. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, no. just a perfect movie from start to finish just excellent and they also have like an intermission for you so you can take a bathroom break in the middle of the movie oh and come i love back. that yes um, sienna when, loves an intermission i love that it's so much so nice and charming yeah i love the sound of music that's in there um the parent trap is definitely in there mm. totoro is definitely in there okay a movie i loved that's oh, yeah. recent is greta gerwig's Ooh. little women I was like, this is a phenomenal retelling of this classic American tale. (laughs) Yeah. It was just like a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, this feels so alive and so real. Uh, And that I know these people now, but it was also really honest to its time. And yeah, I thought it was just phenomenal. There were so many, she like chops up the book and kind of reorders it in a way where I was like, oh my God, this is genius. Like I walked away so inspired by that movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What a great wreck. Thank you. Yeah. Well, these little women have come to the end <laughs> oh my of God. today's mini podcast. I truly being on this podcast. <laughs> mini women. It's already on your IMDb that you're one of my closest friends. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. <laughs> Three little women. Uh, 
Karen, we end every episode with thank you, we love you, bye. But with our mini pops, we ask our guest what word they would like to replace bye with that they feel is like captures the energy of the episode. And then Ooh. all of us say it together at okay. the end. So think about that for a little bit. Yes, In no, meantime, I'm ready to go. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Okay, okay, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Karen, is there anything you would like to promote? Okay, there's a really great Twitter account called Redwall Feasts that has brought me a lot of joy, which is just a lot of like really, it's like a bot. (laughs) I'm realizing as soon as I started talking, (laughs) this is not what you meant. But it's a. But now we need to know. (laughs) If you've ever read the Redwall books or seen the TV show, there are a lot of like the really... little warrior mice. Yes, yes, exactly. exactly. It is the mice. Yes. I was thinking about the mice as well. Okay. Oh my god. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are lots In of armor? really yeah. elaborate yeah. Um, descriptions of meals and feasts that are so good. And then there's a bot that just turns out <laughs> these descriptions. So you get like a couple descriptions a day of like really glorious sort of feasts that you could have out in feasts? the field. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm gonna. I really want to follow that account. Oh God, it will change your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, a great recommendation. I started retweeting it like pretty early into the pandemic because it just brought me so much comfort. And one of my friends uh, uh, messaged me being like, did you get spammed? Like, are you retweeting this on purpose? Uh, but yeah, that's what I would like to promote. Okay. Thank you. Anything of your own you'd like to plug? You don't have to. No, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, perfect. Well, thank you everyone so much for tuning in to today's mini pop. Do we say anything else at the end? Karen, you wanna, if you want to share your social media handle or anything? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just Karen Chi, but with an extra E at the end. On Twitter and Instagram. Follow her. She's the best. We'll see you next time. And Karen, what word would you like us to replace by with? And then we'll all say thank you, we love you, blank together. Okay. I think it should be hi, because I think this episode has been wildly, <laughs> probably confusing <laughs> for the listener, but delightful for us. Perfect. Okay, okay great. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you everyone so much for tuning into this mini pop. We'll see you next time. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We, we love you. We love you. Hi. 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 You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.